It's game day once again here for the Arizona Coyotes. They will be facing the Florida Panthers. First time in a little over a month now. So we'll be able to talk about that all on today's episode of Locked On Coyotes. Your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, welcome to the show, everyone. I'm Robin Leonio. Um, Carl is off. He's on assignment today. He's actually over um, with our friends at Locked On Flyers, helping helping them out with their show because we have a back to back today. The Arizona Coyotes face the Florida Panthers tomorrow. They face the Philadelphia Flyers, so that's why we're doing a little split duty today. But I think it's awesome because I get to talk, I get to talk to my man Armando Valles again. It's been over. It's been a little over a month, buddy. Yeah, uh, first time since October 25th uh, when the these two uh, teens uh, faced off against each other uh, in Sunrise, Florida, at the FLA Live Arena. So it's been a little bit. The season series will be over uh, once uh, this game happens on Friday, and um, a lot has a lot has stayed the same with these two teams, but a lot has also changed at the same time as well. Yeah, um, the. At that time, I think the Coyotes were winless and the, uh, the Florida Panthers were undefeated. So we were going through all of that and it was like, man, like, like, imagine like, like this, just look at this season. It's, it's all crazy. Now the Coyotes have a few wins under their belts. So like, it's like, ooh, thank God. <laughs> yeah. And it's crazy because uh, that was a game where the Florida Panthers got off to a pretty uh, decent sized lead and then they kind of let the Coyotes get a little bit back into it, made it a little uh, too close for. Uh, comfort but then the Florida Panthers still uh, found a way to win the game um, I remember that was a game where Ryan Lomberg uh, bumped into Vimelka and that he was listed a five-minute major uh, penalty in that one uh, yeah and and the backup goaltender for uh, the uh, Coyotes went in that one and yeah the Panthers let 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 them get back into it but they still prevailed in that one yeah, which was uh, you know, I, you know that that it was an exciting game that 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 one, but obviously, um, the Coyotes are gonna continue to frustrate me every freaking day. Mm-hmm. For for sure, and <laughs> the a lot has happened in between now and then and now. Um, there's a coaching change for the Florida Panthers side of things uh, with uh, Coach Q resigning. Mm-hmm. Um, with the Arizona Coyotes, the news is still the same from the beginning of the season as this will be their last season in Gila River Arena in Glendale, Arizona. But I, I was I listened to you and Carl's show yesterday about um, the latest on the tax bill that was due. Uh, and there's, there is an update on what has happened. It, it happened after you dropped the episode. So do you want to inform your listeners and mine what happened in between then? Yeah, so almost immediately after publishing the episode, um, the Arizona Coyotes announced that they have wired the you know the overdue balance over to the city of Glendale. It's like, all right, we're done, we're paid, we're current. Um, no more, no, don't have to worry about anymore. Um, I haven't seen the receipts, so like, I want to see. I want to be a little more assured, but I mean, like, I'm taking I'm, I'm I'm taking the word for it on this one that they're out, that that they're current. 
Yeah, and we'll know. That's that's the thing. We'll know if they don't pay it. Um, they they made it very known to the city of Glendale and to the Arizona Coyotes if they ended up not uh paying paying the bill. And at first, when I when I saw that they didn't they took this long to pay a bill i saw human error i don't know how much i buy that with no. but the but then when i also think about it of how much they were been delayed on payments um not paying their employees bonuses i also wonder how much other debt the owner is in outside of the arizona coyotes that it's affecting them in this kind of business well, this is the thing that, um, and, I was, and I think I mentioned I had an unnamed source talk about the way that Morello operates. Um, and he was pretty much telling me that essentially what Alex Morello does, um, and like he says, like, and he tries to be smart about this, is he racks, like, he racks up debt almost intentionally in his way of essentially, quote, making money, is he negotiates these debts for cents on the dollar. He's like, oh, you owe us this much amount, and then months, months later, he's like, he's like, it's like, hey, I can't pay you this. Here's what I'll do. Here's what I'll pay you. And then they, ha- it, they essentially they strong arm them into into taking that deal. Mm. That's that's just when when you're just personally for me. I mean, I'm not a billionaire. I'm not even a millionaire. I hate the whole IOUs type of thing when it comes to other person. So if I owe somebody else money, I want to pay them back automatically. And then if I were a business owner as well, I would, if I know that I owe somebody money, my conscience would tell me, Hey, you got to pay up. It's the same thing with taxes. I Mm -hmm. I pay taxes uh, because um, uh, referees, they get gross pay. Um, So they have to pay out their taxes at the end of the year. So I have to pay taxes every year. I don't get a tax return and I have to pay that every single year. It sucks. I mean, I don't pay nearly as much as billionaires do, but still, I know that if I owe something, my conscience says that I have to go ahead and pay it. And, I, and that's the same way for a lot of us. You know, you feel really bad that, you know, that you owe that money. And even for me, like I'll loan money from friends and I say, I pay them back. It takes me longer sometimes. And I feel bad. And it's like, Hey, when you're going to pay me back? I'm like, listen, I'm, I kind of hit an extra, an extra snag. Don't worry. I will, like, I can pay you back in bits and pieces. And if you really, if, if you really feel like you need it, like I will even, because it's taking me a long time, I'll pay you extra too. Like I'll, you know, be quote interest. And like, I interest. just feel so, I, I just feel bad. Mm-hmm. And Here's here's the thing. I, I talked a little bit on my about it on my show yesterday about how the Panthers and the Coyotes are kind of similar. And we talked about this uh, pre-recording, so I'll, I'll say it again on the actual recording. These two teams are very similar as far as bottoms of the league and franchise value, 31 and 32. Um, the Panthers have had their fair share of rumors in the past about relocating outside of Sunrise, Florida. Um it doesn't look like uh, in the near future they're going to relocate because they're they built a new practice facility in downtown Fort Lauderdale, uh, and in their current arena uh, agreement they have until 2023 to opt in or opt out. And if they don't, and if they opt in, they have until 2028 uh, with, with their lease ends. But my my hope is my hope is that of course they stay in the South Florida area and hopefully create a downtown arena in Fort Lauderdale. But for the Arizona side of things, I, I, I really legitimately 
because I'm a fan of a small market team, and I, I'm saying this mostly for the Arizona Coyote listeners, I'm rooting for your market. I really am rooting for your market because small, mar- small, of course, the bigger markets like a Toronto, Montreal, New York, of course, they're the bigger names, but the smaller markets as well, and when they win, it kind of makes this league very special uh, when when they do win. And they we talk about popularity of the sport and increasing it. And we have a player like Austin Matthews, who's from the state of Arizona. If if there weren't any Arizona Coyotes, would there be any Austin Matthews in the NHL? No, there wouldn't be. And that's the thing. Like, that's what's awesome, right? That, that that's why everyone's trying like a lot of people here are trying to make the argument look hockey does belong here it i mean obviously it takes a little more to to show that because it's definitely not the biggest but it does belong here there's you know in 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 their show's reason austin matthews is a good re, you know definitely a good reference you know he grew up watching shane doan you know, what would happen like where would he be had that not been the case um so it's going to be interesting the next few, the no, over the next few years what happens with the Arizona Coyotes, especially since this is their last year at Gila River Arena, um, and there still is no known where they're going to play next year. Um, there still is a question mark of whether or not their Tempe proposal even gets approved, um, and that's and that's not even that's even that's still a few years down the road because you can't just build that in like one off season like that's going to take a while. So like, where are they going to play in the meantime? Like that's. There's so many questions for this Arizona Coyotes team. And, like, yeah, we're all hoping for the best here in Arizona, that this team is financially able to stay here. Yeah, and I also think about, isn't the Arizona State uh, hockey team also uh, doing well as well? I mean, yeah, they're uh, only a few years after turning D1 in the NCAA. They have, you know, rose to, pro- rose to prominence pretty fast. Um, they, I think within year two or three got into the, um, NCAA tournament for hockey, which is huge. And I, and I said it myself, I'm like, look, I'm not a fan of ASU. I'm a, I'm a U of A fan through and through. So like, like, like anything ASU is disgusting to me, but that, but that ASU hockey team, like I legit think that they are, you know, capable of making it to the, to the frozen four within the next couple of years. Like that's how good I think they are. So, but so that's a good thing too. Uh, Josh Doan, the son of Shane Doan, is playing for ASU. So oh, that's cool. That that's 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 awesome. And and hopefully that could be a reason to like motivate the Coyotes and the NHL to keep him in that market. Yeah, and that's why the Coyotes are trying to move to Tempe too, because Tempe is where Arizona State is. It's only like their the arena pro- proposal is only like a couple blocks away from Arizona State's campus. So, like, you have hockey fans there, and you can easily take a, a tiny little shuttle bus from from Arizona State to those games. Like, look, you can fill that arena easily. If it's that game. could possibly work, that could. Like that, I'm pretty sure they'd have a great relationship with the with the Arizona State. I think they already do, I and mean, there's a reason why the Arizona Coyotes drafted Josh Doan this last this last draft. So, hmm, that it, it makes sense. He doesn't have to go far. Absolutely. We still got more to get to on this episode, though, before we get to any more of this uh, pregame talk. We have uh, a couple of things we, ha- we have to iron out. First, I want to let you guys know that today's episode brought to you by uh, Built Bar. This holiday season, grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar or even better than a candy bar. Built Bar filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavor, covered in chocolate, but amazingly low in calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat. High in, and they're all high in protein. So get the best of both worlds, delicious and healthy. 
They have so many flavors, you'll have a hard time choosing. Will you have raspberry or mint brownie, cherry or double chocolate, cookies and cream, or peanut butter brownie? Get Built Bar gives you the extra fuel you'll need to bust down those mall doors and battle all the holiday shoppers. Or if you're just standing in endless shopping lines, Built Bar can give you the extra something to keep you going. So throw one in your jacket or your purse, and you'll never know when you're going to need it. Want to cozy up to something warm? Here's this holiday secret. Built, uh, dip your Built Bar into piping hot cup of cocoa, let it melt a little bit, and give your beverage a little bit of that Built Bar flavor. Plus, you'll have a nice melty Built Bar to go with it. But be sure to have a couple napkins on hand. Guys, go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Once again, that's the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. This episode is also brought to you by Stance. The apparel is very well made, super soft, and entirely unique. It's a lot fun to wear, and if you're looking forward to purchasing more for yourself and others, Stance gives you the chance, the the sense of confidence, simply by feeling good. Founded in 2009, Stance Apparel represents a radical reinvention of socks, underwear, and active apparel. With a sharp focus on comfort, quality, and creativity, Stance brings an atypical aesthetic alongside some of pop culture's hottest collaborators for the ultimate in style and self-expression because everything you wear should be a direct extension of who you are and how you feel. Stance believes the perfect fit matters more than fitting in, that those who feel good do look good. So go, so go f- see for yourself. Register for an account at stance.com and get 15% off your first purchase. Use promo code locked on at checkout to apply. Enjoy the color and comfort of a life less ordinary with stance so back here on locked on coyotes once again i'm robin leonio armando velez of locked on florida panthers with us here today as we uh discuss you know a lot of different things of uh the arizona, between the arizona coyotes and florida panthers once again uh they will be facing off uh tonight in their uh in their second and final matchup of the season and you know armando you and i have been talking about just you no. Know, the differences that these two teams seems he's growing as well as similarities. Um, let's just talk about one thing for sure is you have a team that's on the top of the power rankings and a team mm-hmm. that's on the bottom of the power mm-hmm. rankings. These are going to be in for some interesting, interesting stuff here. Yeah. And I, I don't make too much of it from the coyote side because as we know, it's by design entering into this season. This was an obvious tank. Only I was looking at um, the Coyotes cat friendly page. I think there's only five or six uh, contracts that are staying here past this year. For the Florida Panthers, they gave up a first round pick and a second round pick um, to acquire two of the Sam, Sam Bennett and Sam Reinhart in the trade deadline last year and in the offseason this year. So it was all it's all full of trying to go for that Stanley Cup something and this is a franchise that hasn't even won a playoff series since 1996. The only two teams who haven't even won a playoff series before the 0405 lockout are Toronto, who last time I checked, they they, they just the score just went final. They lost five to three uh, against the Tampa Bay Lightning. So now Tampa Bay is now second in the division in, in the Atlantic. Um, and Florida is the other team that still hasn't won a playoff series since um, 96. So the the Panthers are they they're building off of what they of what they did uh last year uh for sure and there's a few updates um as far as the injury front of the Florida Panthers um Alexander Barkov after exiting the middle of the third period in St. Louis with what looked like a, an upper body injury 
it looks like that it was precautionary to taking him out because he before that he missed uh eight games um before that and he exited midway through the third and he was practicing today the florida practice held a practice today at gila river arena he practiced um anthony duclair former coyote anthony duclair uh was on the ice for the Florida Panthers as well, taking that right wing uh, spot on the top line, which, but one of the extras in practice that, um, uh, that happened in practice today and yesterday, excuse me, was Owen Tippett, a former 10th overall pick who just hasn't really been uh, cutting it as of late for the Florida Panthers. So he's, uh, he was an extra. So he's going to be probably scratched for tomorrow, tonight's matchup against the Arizona Coyotes. And we do have a goalie announcement for, tonight's game it will be sergey bobrovsky starting uh in between the pipes for the the cats where they face off against the desert dogs that's good um because the arizona coyotes are on a back-to-back i can't tell you who's gonna be um in goal for for the arizona coyotes is it gonna be oh here's another thing that's different because last last time it was carter hutton and um and kovay melka this time is it gonna be kovay melka or is it gonna be scott wedgwood um, which is another interesting one. Let me see if, if they have any con- confirmations as of yet. I don't see I don't see anything um, from the Kyrie side. Uh, oh, confirmed. Scott Wedgwood is going to be in that. And he was someone who was uh, claimed off waivers from the um, New Jersey Devils uh, just a few weeks ago for the Arizona Coyotes. So and it's how, been a huge addition. He, he how how's he look? Um. Well, let's put it this way. Uh, between he and Vemelka, they both have over a 900 save percentage. And for the Coyotes, <laughs> we're talking, that's pretty good. Um, Scott Wedgwood was the one that got the Coyotes their first win of the year over the uh, Seattle Kraken. So that was huge. And, you know, I think, you know, he's, yeah, he's been a huge addition that, uh, you know, it's been super beneficial that he's been there ever since Carter Hutton went out with his injury. Um, and I'm looking that his uh, goals against average is under three. So a little bit of encouraging sign for a team that's just trying to find some chemistry, trying to trying to just get things a, a little bit together. Especially when, if you look at the average goals per game for this team, I think it's like 1.4 or something like that. It's Ooh. like. And I was seeing, and I was seeing uh, for the Arizona Coyote side of thing that the leading scores um, six goals uh, by uh, Clayton Keller. And at this point in the season, six goals as your top scorer is uh, not good. But, hey, uh, Clayton Keller is a former top 10 pick for the Coyotes. Uh, there's still great pieces around uh, this team. Uh, of course, South Florida um, um, sports fans, Panther fans, know about the son of Jeff Chikrin, uh Jacob Chikrin, because his mm-hmm. dad works for uh, as, a, as an analyst for the Florida Panthers. So they're very familiar with the son of Jeff Trickgren. So he's definitely uh, a piece uh, staying um, that's staying around. Uh, South Florida native uh, Shane Gostaspear, um as well, um, who who's on the Air- Arizona Coyotes, and I believe I saw someone um, reach the milestone of a thousand gains. Uh, Louis Erickson did. Louis yeah. Erickson, yeah. So that that's a that. The, of course, this is a veteran heavy uh, a veteran heavy team with a lot of expiring contracts. So. A lot of the older guys who won't be around. So Louis Erickson um, reached a thousand games. Um, and another and, one. And, is, 
Not another ahead. veteran, another veteran the Coyotes have that you know they got straight from Florida in Anton Strawman. He's been yeah, um, he's been a huge you know addition in terms of like the kind where it's like okay, like he like there's a great veteran presence that pairs well with uh, the young guys that kind of help you know. Them. I think he pairs mainly with Shane Gossespierre, so like that works really well with them. Um, so I mean that's been that's been huge. That that, that addition was, has been a pretty good one for the years in the Coyotes, especially that secondary addition that we got with the Strawman and, and Vladislav Koyachin. He's actually down in Tucson right now, but um, I was about to ask you about uh, Vladislav Koyachinic. Uh, you a lot a lot of my listeners um, don't know, but Robin um, for. Uh, her website five for howling so so um have, have you been able to see vladislav claudio chronic uh in person i have been able to see um uh see vladislav Koyotronic in, in person and you know uh the first couple games i was a little disappointed i was like i've expected more from him but he looked he's looked better um over the last few games i don't don't think they given that very minutes because the road well actually the roadrunners have yeah, a little depleted in, in, in defensemen, especially because uh, um, Dyson Mayo and I think another one that got called and Cam Deneen were called up. So like mm-hmm. because injuries of the Coyotes. So um, but here's what I say about defensemen, um, and I said talk about this with Carl is um, if you don't notice if if for certain defensemen if you don't notice them. Then they're okay. Like mm-hmm. You don't like that. You don't. You don't have to worry about that. It's if if um, there's two and there's two opposite ends of the spectrum. Obviously, it's if you notice them doing a lot of good things, and obviously you got you got a future superstar. If you notice them doing so many mistakes, you're just like, why do we have this person? If you don't notice them, he's like, eh, they're doing their job. And and, and it's fun. It's funny. Offensively, that's kind of how I feel about Mackenzie Weaker. Um, he doesn't have any goals for the Florida Panthers, but his impact on the defensive end, mostly via takeaways, he's one of the leading. Uh, um, he he leads. He's like second in the NHL in takeaways, and he he's not a guy who scores uh, goals. But um, on the offensive end, you really don't notice Mackenzie Weger. I mean, he drives pucks to the net uh, too, and he has shots from the point that gets tipped in, so that helps. But He's not a guy who you expect to get on the score sheet, but hey, it's a bonus if he does. Another former uh, Florida Panther that I want to uh, talk to you about is I saw a tweet from uh, Craig Morgan uh, today about uh, the PW um, PHWA uh, pre- um, presenting the Shane Doan uh, Good Guy Award to former Panther Lawson Krause. I, I don't. Did you happen to see that today? I did not. I, I did not see that today. Um, yeah, but. I do like Kraus. He's one mm-hmm. of my favorite guys. Um, we acquired him in was it twenty seventeen? Right, I think that's what it was. Yeah, a few, um, quite a few years ago. So it's been so a little bit since he I'll, never I'll, made his debut for the Panthers. So I'll give you a huge over. thing. I thought it was really awesome when, when the Coyotes first acquired Lawson Kraus. Um, and I think some Coyotes fans will love it when I mention this. Was maybe some of you might hate it because it didn't end up panning out. But the first line for the Arizona Coyotes was all first round picks in the 2015 NHL draft. Um, and it, that was uh, Dylan Strom, Nick Merkley and Lawson Kraus. Hmm. Wow. Like all, all three of them on one line in, a t- in Tucson. That was the year Tucson had probably their bet. One of their best years where they were 
very capable of making it to the um, Calder Cup. They just couldn't pull it off against the Texas Stars in the, in the uh, division finals. But mm. uh, checking that trade right now, um, that was uh, that trade was made just before the start of the 2017 season. So about a year, uh, exact about a year after he was drafted by the Panthers, he was traded to Arizona. And the picks that they got back, um, which was the second round pick in 2018 and a third round pick in 2017, ended up being Sir Noel um, and Max Gildon for the Florida Panthers. So those were the those uh, picks ended up being. And <laughs> the trade with Anton Stroman, the second round pick that they gave up, it's it's not until a while from now uh, for the for the Coyotes, so we won't know for a while what that pick ends up being for the Coyotes side of things. That was a twenty twenty three, I believe it was twenty twenty four. Um, oh, uh, yeah. So it, it's a it's a little it's a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Twenty twenty four. Yep. Looking at it right now, twenty twenty four. Uh, second round pick. So it it'll be a while to see what that ends up being. Yeah, I was actually surprised by that one because the Coyotes have been trying to get second round picks from 2022 and 2023 as much as they can. The thing is, the Florida Panthers didn't have a second round pick uh, to give up uh, for for next year's draft because I was already given up in the Sam Bennett trade uh, last year to Calgary. So they had to do it uh, years ahead in advance. Well, still, Coyotes still get a second round. And, you know, apparently that's what Bill Bill Armstrong wants. He really wants the second rounders. Mm-hmm, for sure, <laughs> he's got way, way, like way too many, way mm-hmm. too many. By this rate, he's going to own the entire second round, for sure. Anyways, we still got more to get to on this episode of Locked On Coyotes. We're going to talk um, some predictions uh, as we predict the tonight's game: Arizona Coyotes and Florida Panthers. Before we get to that, though, I want to let you guys know that today's episode brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered all season. For uh, more props, odds, and lines never before, as football season continues to march to the playoffs, Bet Online remains your number one spot for all sports action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website. Sign up today and receive a free your one fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code Locked On to receive your bonus from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing. Offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. And speaking of bet online, it is time now to go to our bet online picks of the game. Once again, I'm Robin Leano and Armando Velez right next to me on this episode of Lockdown Coyotes and Lockdown Florida Panthers. Um, as uh, for those who are listening to. Um, to Armando's side of this podcast, every game day, um, Carl and I usually go and take a look at the lines available on Bet Online and tell you, you know, what's worth betting on. How how do we think this game is going to go? So let's go ahead and tell you what these lines are right now. The Florida Panthers are minus one and a half, so they are point and a half favorites at minus one twelve, minus two seventy to. Um, on the money line, plus 239 for the Arizona Coyotes. Total points is set at six points with the over at minus 114 and the over at plus 103. Armando, I will let you give your thoughts. I'm not, I'm not a betting person. Uh, something that I've talked about on the show, uh, 
I, I do I do know that whenever it comes to betting lines, if it's like plus 150, it's like, okay, if it's $100, uh, I, I gained 50 out of that. So that's how I've made uh, the most sense out of uh, betting um, with that. But um, as far as over-under, um, over-under, it says six based on uh, bet online. Um, and I think that they're, they're both going to cover uh, with this one. I think it's because the Florida Panthers are on the road. It's funny, Robin, this Florida Panthers team, they might have the best points percentage in the league, but they played 500 hockey on the road. They're 3-3-4 three, three, and four on the road, believe it or not. Uh, so they haven't played exactly as well on the road as they have at home. They're 14-1 and one on the ro- um, at home, in, which is incredible. Wow, but yeah. For, but on the road, it's a completely different story. They just haven't found that comfort level. And of course... When you're going into an environment, um, a, a different environment than what you're used to, of course, the routine is different. The I, the I, well, I mean, I wouldn't say the ice is different, but like the locker room is different, the entrance is different, um, everything is a little bit thrown off. But as far as the, but as far as this one, I think it's going to be something like a four-two uh, Panthers win in this one, and they'll it'll be right at at six. They're it's going to be three-two towards the end. Um, they're going to find, they're going to, they're going to have the coyotes like right there, um, chasing them. But I think they get like maybe an empty net goal at the end. That makes sense. And you having it at six means it's push. So like, I mean, you can, that, that means like essentially you're saying pick them. You can put a bet on either one. You just get your money back. Mm -hmm. Um, for me, I think this game is going to go under. Um, so I still think Florida would win this game. Uh, just because you know the Coyotes are heavily at match, but they have you know I think goaltending has gotten a lot better, and it, the team has gotten a lot tighter since. Um, so they have had some major struggles the last few games, uh, mainly um, their game against Vegas, which was an absolute embarrassment. But uh, I don't think I think they'll move past that. This is a home game for them. They'll think they'll probably feel pretty comfortable in that end. Still going under, I think it's going to be like probably end up five points forward, maybe like a. Um, trying to think, a four to one probably. Mm-hmm. Um, Florida Panthers. So that means I mean I do think so. You take the points for the Florida Panthers. Um, I always I'm always a fan of taking points rather than going money line unless you feel like I have to. Because let's put it this way, um, they're a little bit safer because unless you're unless oh it's a little safer if I'm if I'm picking the Coyotes for, for points because like I'm like oh they can still lose but. Maybe they lose only by one. This is not. This is not one of those cases. Mm-hmm. And maybe I'm being a little uh, generous because of uh, the fact that I the the fact that this team just hasn't looked good on the road. But it's funny because they haven't even they they started three and zero on the road this season, and they haven't won a game since October 29th on the road. So they're actually on a seven game road losing streak, which is weird to think. Um, with, with this team, but I think they snap it uh, on Friday night and with a, with at least two points. This is a three-game road trip that they're on. Started in St. Louis on Tuesday, uh, Arizona on Friday, and then they'll finish it off with a big test at Colorado on, on mm-hmm. Sunday night at 8 p.m. Eastern. And if you win on Thursday because they, got, they lost in overtime on Tuesday, you'll guarantee at least a 500 road trip uh, for, for this team. And if you get a point uh, in Colorado, it'll be over 500. And that would come back to Sunrise, Florida 
getting four out of six points in this one, despite the road ish struggles, the, the Florida Panthers will come back home feeling a little bit of confidence. So uh, give me, give me two points for the Florida Panthers in this game. And it's just, and that's, um, you know, that's probably what, <laughs> as you'd expect for, uh, I mean, when you're playing the Arizona Coyotes, because they've been struggling. I mean, again, I'm, I give the Coyotes a lot more credit now than earlier in the year, where I, there was a lot of more question marks. This team was just learning how to play with each other. Um, goaltending has been a highlight. I have mentioned on I was do, I was doing uh, a grading 25 games in, and I'm like, you know what? Give the Coyotes better than average. So like, C, give them like a C plus. I think they're doing. You know, they're they're right around there doing slightly better than average, but um, as compared to the rest of the league, um, great for the Coyotes' perspective. Like if I'm if I'm grading on a curve, I'd probably be giving the goaltending like you know high B or an A. But um, obviously that's that doesn't work doesn't work that way. Um, but Scott Wedgwood has been has been a great addition. So has Corel Vamelka. So it, like even though we know Wedgwood is starting in tonight's game for the for, for Arizona. Um, I could have put my faith in either one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we'll, we'll we'll get a look of more of what this team really will be next year when they not only sign free agents with a boatload of cap space, and I hope and I hope for the Arizona side of things that before free agency hits, they'll have a home so that they can sell to their free agents, saying, "Hey, this is where we're going to be." Because free agents, if they don't know where they're going to be it's going to be a hard time saying yes to signing to them. If you can solidify a home for a little while, I think more free agents would be willing to say yes there. And of course, using some of that second round draft capital to make a trade for maybe a a player that might have not worked out in one situation that could possibly work out in Arizona as well. Plus, you're also hoping come draft time that they make that they're able to get some good picks. They already have eight picks in the first two rounds. Mm-hmm. See them, use them. Let's see, let's see him get some really good advantages about them. Um, my hope is the Coyotes can get first overall and that the Shane Wright. Yeah, get Shane Wright. And they also have three picks in the first round. Let's say the Montreal Canadiens rise a little bit in the standings and then end up falling at the 11th pick. That way, we that pick transfers over to Arizona and they get the 11th pick as well. So mm-hmm. they also have the Colorado pick. So we'll see where that one falls too. Because if Montreal finishes in the top 10, it's next year's first, right? Yes. Okay. With the Dvorak trade. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Although it would be interesting. So if that does happen and then the Montreal Canadiens end up being as bad as they are this year still, and they ends up being a top three pick that's belongs to the Coyotes still. And if it could go as well, I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm being a little over optimistic here where it ends up being like first overall and the Coyotes end up getting Connor Bedard as well. Like, we're talking two future NHL superstars, Shane Wright and Connor Bernard. Ooh, boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fun times in the desert, it could be. I know it, it, it could very well be. So we're hoping that uh, that Tempe Arena falls into place because that thing looks beautiful. I seen, I saw the renderings. Um, I am hoping for the best here in Arizona. It could, it, it could work. Not only do you have, do you need emotional investment, but of course financial as well. And it, it could happen, but short-term pain right now with this with the Arizona Coyotes of clearing the bad contracts. But it could be it could be for long-term gain, and that's what my that's what a lot of my listeners um, have been hearing over the last few months from me and from Carl, as well as they've been they, they're 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 in belief with that too. They 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 
know, they believe a lot what I've been saying. And it's like, yeah, I agree with you. We're going to, we're going to, you know, we're going to take this pain in the short term. Yeah. It's going to suck, but we're going to hold on, hold on to this tight because we think that this Coyotes team can really um, look good in the future. Absolutely. Hope, uh, cheering for you guys. Absolutely. But we are uh, just about to, out of time on this episode of Locked on Coyotes and Locked on Panthers. Hope you guys like what you heard. If you did, don't forget to leave a review, comment, subscribe to both our podcasts. You get to ready, uh, you get to already. We are available everywhere you get your podcast. Locked on Coyotes also available on YouTube. Don't forget to interact with us on social media. Um, Locked on Coyotes is, is on uh, Facebook.com slash Locked on Coyotes and at LO underscore Coyotes. Armando, where can we find you and your podcast on social media? Follow me on Twitter at MondoMan12, the show account at LO underscore FLA Panthers and Locked on Panthers anywhere you listen to podcasts. Absolutely. And me personally, I am at Robin underscore Leano, but as Robin with the Y underscore L-E-A-N-O. And uh, once again, Carl's not here, but you can follow him at Carl Pathlock FFH. Thanks again, everyone, for listening to today's episode. Hope you guys are staying safe out there. Hope you guys are staying healthy. And don't forget to howl on. Hello!